in conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jared Jewett. And this week we're celebrating a birthday. Yeah, today is April 2nd, 2014. Yesterday was April 1st. Happy April Fool's Day. And April 1st is actually the birthday of Gmail. Absolutely. And so we're not going to celebrate with um, cake and candles because... It's a computer program, mm-hmm. um, but we are going to take a look at really Gmail, a little bit of a look back, some of the changes that it made for users, for small businesses, and also kind of use this as an opportunity to talk about email options for small businesses going forward. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to Google and the launch of Gmail 10 years ago. Cool. So, you know, we know that Google started out as a small company, all of a sudden blew up when search became super, super important, right? That was their number one product, about 70% of their business. So around 1999, they say, you know, how can we compete in some of these other uh, kind of web-based application uh, markets, right? And email was the one place they wanted to go. They knew that they could apply their search techniques to people's emails and still pervert, or, and still provide a very robust service, right? Um, so, so they do that and they launch and they really change, I think, how people think about their email and how they began using email once they uh, saw what was possible with Google. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that they were offering a service that was about 500 times larger than Microsoft's, uh, their free version was Hotmail, right, uh, outside of Outlook. And, I mean, Google was offering something really preposterous, right? A gigabyte of, of space that was just impossible. That wasn't anything anyone was prepared to offer, what, you know, physically could even uh, handle offering. So this really, for a lot of small businesses, this really made things... Um, made things possible they couldn't do before. It gave them the ability to share and store large files. Mm -hmm. It gave them the ability to begin saving information to the cloud. Right. And and picking it up wherever they were. Yeah, it's so interesting you say that because it really was the first kind of iteration of that collaborative cloud software mentality. And obviously it worked. I mean, it's been 10 years, right? Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary. And one of the things, you know, a lot of, a lot of researchers talk about is the fact that iteration-wise, Gmail really isn't that much different than it was 10 years ago. And it's still effective. And it's still something that, you know, especially small businesses use, you know, to get by. You know, it's really interesting because I was, uh, I was an Outlook user. I, I had come out of a corporate environment. I had gone through the iterations of... Lotus Notes and and went to Outlook and really, really liked the tool. And quite honestly, in 2004 and 2005, mm-hmm. when people were paying 150 bucks on eBay mm-hmm. oh, for yeah. a beta invite, I wasn't interested. Right. Um, I had my Outlook and my files and my desktop, but suddenly around 2006, a few things changed. Yeah. Um, the biggest one was the latest iteration of Outlook was a complete memory pick. And it, it just crashed my computer. It, it slowed it to a crawl, and suddenly I was sacrificing real operating efficiency 
to um, use Outlook, and I took it off my computer. Yeah. And Gmail was a viable alternative. Oh, for sure. And it's so accessible, right? I mean, you can access it from obviously any computer. You don't have to have Outlook installed even. You could be running you know, any sort of Linux platform and still access the internet and get to your Gmail. And uh, I think the other thing we had talked about was, was the mobility aspect. I mean, who, especially let's say 2006, 2007, was using Outlook on their phone? Nobody. Right, it was impossible. Well, you had a BlackBerry, oh, so sure. I mean, you had you had you you had you had kind of the BlackBerry mail tools, but really there was nothing. Um, uh, there was nothing that I was using back then that foretold to me how I would be using my, my email today. Mm-hmm. But I was doing work at home and doing work in the office and trying to maintain kind of that seamless iteration between the two. And unless I dragged my laptop with me everywhere and used my laptop as my primary computer so that it had my email wherever I went... I didn't have my email. Yeah, and that's just not feasible. That's just not something. Well, <laughs> well I mean, I'm sure plenty of people did. I'm sure you did, but it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's not the it's not the way we work today. And so, making the transition to Gmail um, five, six, seven years ago, whenever we did, laid the groundwork. So as I became a more mobile user, as I added an iPhone and as I added my iPad, um. I was less dependent on mm-hmm. my Outlook being on a computer. Sure. So now that it's 2014, right, what are the benefits you think a small business you know, could, could really get from maybe switching to Gmail, maybe just kind of getting rid of whatever clunky Outlook they have right now? Well, and I think the, uh, the bigger switch may not necessarily be for the Outlook mm-hmm. users, but I think... For people that are still holding on to Hotmail sure. and Yahoo and, oh, my God, AOL. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I think those people are going to see the biggest improvement because Gmail is just so much smarter in interface. Yeah. And the search capabilities. And this, um, Michael Reynolds at Spinweb teaches a class called How to Be an Email Ninja. Um, and it's about getting to inbox zero. And that's not possible with Outlook and with some of these other tools because if you take things out of your inbox, trying to find them again is a nightmare. Um, With Gmail, it really sets you free because you can archive things knowing that you'll be able to find them looking the first name of the sender, the last name Mm -hmm. of the sender, their email address. When I have a customer that sends me emails from two or three different addresses, I just look for their name and boom, it's all there. Isn't that fascinating? I mean, like, and this was technology that they were thinking about, these options that Google was so innovative in thinking about in, like, back in 1996. The guy, uh, Paul uh, Bushite, who uh, actually, you know, programmed Gmail, he said, well, I've got all these other search programs that I've built. Why don't I just build an, an email portal? And, and it's lasted, what, 10 years? Well, you know, until then, the coolest thing I could do with Outlook is I could sort my email based on the date I received the mm-hmm. email or based on the date, uh, the name of the person who sent it. I mean, I had to match exactly. And along comes Gmail, and now I can search mm-hmm. based on the content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Individual words, individual phrases. And it really set us free to 
organize and store and access information in ways we never could before. So the flip side of that coin, though, right, is, you know, we say it all the time, Google is in the business of selling ads, right? So for small businesses, that's one thing that maybe they, they need to be aware of if they're going to make the switch to Gmail. I mean, I advocate for Gmail, but you have to be, you know, very uh, cognizant of the fact that you are going to be served ads. Absolutely. And, you know, especially when, when Google rolled out the tabs, they've been very good about not putting ads at the top of my main in inbox, mm -hmm. but they're in my promotions tab, they're in my updates tab, and, you know, I, I'm perfectly capable to click them away and, sure. and move on. Um, no, you won't have ads in your paid um, Microsoft Outlook, but, but the trade-offs. Mm -hmm. Now, I do think that Microsoft is going to give Gmail a run for their money. Yeah. Um, their newest iteration of, of all of their products, they have finally figured out it's not about the computer. Mm -hmm. It's about the applications and access to the data from every device. Right. So my latest Microsoft Office, I can install that on five <laughs> devices. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. So, you know, when I first got my subscription for 100 bucks, and I went, five devices? I can change everybody's computer in the office. And then I went, hmm, no, I need, I need my laptop, I need my desktop, I need the desktop I use at home, mm -hmm. and now um, I can actually load Microsoft Office on my iPad. Sure. So suddenly, I'm realizing... I have five devices. <laughs> exactly. But the the other thing that they're doing with that is they're moving Outlook off your desktop mm -hmm. and they're moving to the cloud. Right. So, I mean, we've talked about that before, right? Kind of the, the multi-platform usability of these kind of cloud services. And I think with Microsoft, it's, it's their SkyDrive, right? Mm -hmm. So for small business owners, you know, that's the thing that you have to consider. If, if it's just you and, or maybe just you and a couple other people, maybe it really is beneficial uh, to use something like Microsoft Outlook, the Microsoft Office Suite, and have all of those applications everywhere you go all the time, and your entire Office Suite is installed. You know, but the other side of the coin is, how about we just have Gmail for everyone? And of course, that's accessible too on, on people's iP uh, iPads, iPhones. Um, so it's, it's really usability, comfortability. Well, I, uh, what I'm going to say is um, Microsoft dominates with... Excel, PowerPoint, and Word. Mm -hmm. If your business requires that you use those three programs and you create documents that not only work but look good, yeah. you have to have a subscription to Microsoft Office. Yeah. If your business is primarily virtual, if you can get by with text messages and the occasional Word unformatted Word document, well then... Google Docs is fine, mm -hmm. but Google Docs, their spreadsheet program, their Word program, don't hold a candle to the Microsoft. So it's, it's more than just one or the other. Quite honestly, we, we play in both. I use Microsoft for my documents, and I use Gmail. And the beautiful thing about Gmail is I can route any other email through the Gmail interface. So I can forward those emails in and respond. So I have a 
My roundpeg.biz account mm-hmm. comes through Gmail. Um, my husband uses a Yahoo account. He pulls it in. So Gmail is where my email all ends up. Right. But I still have those other services available. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, Gmail, again, from the start, has been very, very, very good about moving in sort of those server-based email options and, and kind of conglomerating them. And uh, that's a boon. I mean, that, that is a time saver. Uh, and especially if you have a business that's been around for a while and you've been through a bunch of different email addresses, but people still have them all, uh, you can just plug them all into your Gmail and go. And you, you can do the same kind of things in Outlook, but it's, it's quite a bit more technical. Uh, so that, that's something you have to consider. I, and I, I'm going um, to say that I think Microsoft is getting better. I think we sure. were talking online before. They're doing a good job of kind of dumbing down their technical, yeah. making it easier to do some of these interfaces. Um, I think they're going to continue to carve out um, a toolkit that is smart and relevant for mm-hmm. the non-tech-savvy small business owner. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. And um, I think the uh, younger, hipper, cooler kids are going to go Gmail and uh, Google Docs. Um, and I think people that are coming out of corporate and starting their own businesses, I'm guessing that especially some of the moves Microsoft is making now is going to make a lot of sense for those business owners. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. So I think it's, um, I, uh, I want to wish Google a very happy birthday. Yeah, happy on birthday. Their Gmail. Um, we'll be having a little cake in your honor. Um, but mostly I think I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in the next 10 years. Me too. If you've enjoyed today's conversation about Gmail, if you'd like to learn more about all the tools relevant for small businesses, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.